0: Welcome to Jesse Jameson and Friends. Your host, Jesse Jameson, has a real treat for you. You are about to hear a great story. And if Jesse brings his A-game, some good commentary too. And later on, we'll let you know how you can join Jesse as a guest. Now, without further ado, here's Jesse.
1: Welcome back to Jesse Jameson and Friends. Today's friend is Christy from Tampa Bay, And the title of Christy's story is A Journey to Understanding the Soul. Ooh, the soul. Christy, we're not talking about the souls of shoes. We're talking about the souls inside of each of us, right? I want want to thank you for coming on to Jesse Jameson and friends. Christy, when I think about the soul, uh, because I'm a believer, I'm hoping that when we all leave this planet, you know, we all go to heaven right that's my belief as a christian we'll find out a little bit about your beliefs as well, but i'm going to throw the, the the microphone right to you. The floor is yours.
2: All right. right, thank you. Thank you for uh, having me on your show today and yes, um, the journey that I have been on has been one that I believe everybody is set up for a message to carry in their life, and and mine has been moving in this direction to understanding the soul. And so, um, I'm currently in the process of writing a book called "The Soul Connection," and uh, I honestly look at how important, but under um, considered that this. Topic is because the soul connects either in our social sphere, biological sphere, psychological sphere, or spiritual sphere, and um, what I work on in, in the ministry here is all four of those spheres and in the interconnectivity to help people restore into a being uh, into a a um, state of harmony. So whether it is working on problems in the physical realm, because right now I'm working with the Amen Clinics in, in helping um, or actually composing their research into an education-based platform to be able to help people understand physical issues that can actually impact the psyche, or if it's you know a spiritual issue impacting the psyche. Um, I've worked for 10 years in ministry, Jail ministry, prison ministry, ran a transition home, and through that time, it has been a time of really a lot of growth and development in understanding this topic because it really is so very complex, and um, each each different profession seems to take it as an individual compartment uh, compartment compartment of your being, and not as a whole. And I'm a holistic practitioner. So I believe in taking a a whole approach to healing.
1: So when when did you start this, though? Because I had imagined at one point when you were younger, maybe you kind of looked at the person that you are now and thought, oh, my goodness, that's a little hokey or, or, you know, that's way Mm -hmm. out there. When did you start? When did you start thinking about the soul? Because I listen to a lot of um, debates between creationists and atheists Mm -hmm. and the atheists will say that, you know, if you go back far enough, you know, we go all the way back to little amoebas and, you know, one celled, you know, little creatures Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, the creationist will say, well, what does that have to do with the soul? You know, uh, are we sure that those little one-celled, you know, creatures even have a, a, a brain or a soul, whereas, you know, a creationist believes that we were created from God with the soul, right? Where, where, did, where, mm-hmm. did, you, where did you start to maybe go from being a young adult, uh, where maybe you didn't necessarily care about stuff like the afterlife or the soul, to all of a sudden, when, when did it hit your radar,
2: well, that's that is quite the journey. And um, actually, I would have to put it back in my years of attending Arizona State University right there in Tempe, Arizona, <laughs> where that, you're at.
1: That, that's um, where that, I didn't know you went to ASU. Uh, yes. that, that's awesome. You're a Sun <laughs> Devil. My, yeah. my, my daughter graduated from ASU and my son is going to be attending his senior year at ASU he had the unfortunate uh, reality of having his first three years at the U of A. Boo. Yes, I know. <laughs> Boo, U of A. But uh, that's awesome. I didn't know you went to ASU. So at ASU, when you went, which was probably, what years did you go to ASU?
2: Well, I didn't graduate from ASU. I actually got sidetracked and returned back to my native North Dakota, which is a whole nother issue, but it's part of the soul journey. Um, I I attended ASU, let me think. 1990 through 92, 93, somewhere in there.
1: So that's that's about the time when ASU was a big party school, right? They still are a big party school, but back then they were like the biggest party school in the in the country, right?
2: Unfortunately, so, yes. So, so yes. when when does one
1: <laughs> when does one go from a party school atmosphere to actually, you know, thinking about something that's obviously as in-depth as one's soul?
2: Well, okay, so I started as um, a science major, and uh, I started studying. I took uh, a full year of physics, organic chemistry, inorganic chemistry, zoology, microbiology—all of those, you know, fun classes. And um, God uses everything when He's going to put somebody and commission somebody with a message. So everything we do. Is is kind of like a sandwich as it's piling up that you get a layer of information in this decade and you get another layer in this decade and um, but I could never imagine that my final well it's not my final studies I'm actually studying now in functional medicine but um, my last um, in depth core of studies, I finished a PhD in religious philosophy, and I am sold out to Jesus Christ. And um, about 10 years ago, I gave my life and service to the Lord, and I did not know what he was going to have me do. And I ended up um, researching a lot of holistic medical um, procedures and different technologies back when i went to arizona state and i revisited them through life treating my own ailments and helping other people research um holistic clinics and and, in hospitals and and different things through my life just because of my science background but um but when it came into actually moving into service he's I really started utilizing everything that I had learned and picked up over the years. And I started writing programs for the jail. And I ran a transition home for many years. And when you start living with um, the systemic issues of homelessness, mental illness, um oh, geez, addiction, all these issues that the people that are coming off the street and they bring in, uh, it's a whole nother level of understanding. And at first, I always call it jumping off a lift, a learning cliff, because um, I was a person that didn't have those issues. But yet, all of a sudden, I was intimately working with people that were plagued. And it's a spiritual plague, but it's also a a physical torment Um, because what I found was you would bring volunteers in and they would try to work with, because we're a faith-based organization with all the spiritual side uh, of answers to the, it could be and mental illness or homelessness or um, any of these issues, addiction. And, uh, but the physical side for the Christians, they just left to the medical community and the medical community. A lot of times was, I found to be at odds with the Christian community. So we would get, we'd start working with cases and they'd have case plans where they would go to a court appointed therapist that was an atheist or hostile to a faith Um perception or, or faith-based healing and they would be attacking it so they would be getting conflicting messages and um, so I really started working on developing because there is kind of a, a national holistic movement in this country where people are are starting to wake up and and wanting to um, take charge of, of their health and, and you know um, find natural Supplements and helpers in therapies, Christy,
1: and so Christy, let me let me pause you there for a second because you brought up some things that I find interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. So,
1: <clears throat> I've talked to a lot of recovering drug addicts in my life. I've mm-hmm. spoken to a lot of people that have had some really bad situations that landed them in jail or prison for a more long term sentence, right? Mm-hmm. And th- those would be the people that it would be very easy for them to kind of give up on the idea of God. But mm-hmm. here's the interesting thing. When you think about the idea of God and an afterlife and, you know, to treat everybody else as your brother and sister in Christ or in faith, so to speak, you start to see the world as something bigger and outside of yourself, right? There's something more important oh, than me. It's called the we, right? Uh, right. Whether, whether it be family or whatever. So it's interesting because a lot of people have told me, hey, I went through the steps on AA. I don't think I would be sober if it weren't for God. Um, Mm -hmm. I I had a lot of problems that traditional medicine didn't help me with. I don't think I would be where I am without my faith. So when you saw these people and all of a sudden they're kind of dealing with the faith-based situation, but then they're going to a professional that's maybe an atheist that's maybe arguing with some of their faith-based stuff, that must've been an interesting dynamic because. Well, I- it was,
2: yeah, it was very frustrating because, um, you know, we're trying to to give them the tools for self-empowerment and then you send them and, and if they don't meet their co- court appointed therapist, then they're violating their case plan. So they have to go. And a lot of 90% of the, the, at least the women's side of the county that I was writing the programs for, 90% of their charges were linked to addiction. And so their case plans, um, they had case plans and these therapists used a lot of prescription medications and some of them actually knocked my people out of recovery following um, the, the, the um, pres- prescribed remedies. And to addictive substances, and so it was. No, it was no. Really, fe- you felt like we were rowing a boat uphill. upstream yeah. all the time, and you know, and it. You weren't. I. I had no idea the the systemic um, problems that were in the system. And a very system that was supposed to be helping people were actually, you know, between the hospital and the ER, giving narcotics to to recovering addicts, um, and you know the therapists putting them on highly addicted substances like Xanax. Um, I don't know if I should be actually naming the the prescriptions, but they no, but, but, but you, you bring up but it act- was very yeah it was very hard to. to help a group of people when you had a whole system gearing against you then so I, i took it to a lot of prayer and um and the lord led me to the research of dr daniel amen and that's where that divine connection so i called up his hospital and they connected me with um, Their community outreach man. Can
1: you tell and, us a li- Can you tell us a little bit about who Daniel Amen is? Sure. The sure. So Daniel of-
2: Amen, Dr. Daniel Amen, has done a lot of research on brain spec imaging. Brain spec imaging is a different type of imaging. It's not like a, a MRI. It actually takes a picture of the brain, and it and it helps you see the blood flow, which is different than like a lesion or a tumor or anything else. So where the blood flow um, areas are constricted or the area is is receiving less than 45% of blood flow, the actual picture of the brain looks as if it has an empty part or holes in that area. So you can start to see through this imaging areas that are, functionally struggling and every area of the brain. And this is where the science, this is what I was saying, you know, it all started years ago because I had got to put a science background in me. And um, so when I started seeing this where the, the, you could correspond if there was damage in the front or damage in the temporal lobes, the corresponding behavioral issues that would show up. And it was like a light bulb that went on because everybody is treating the body as it, you know, like, like you would a car. Oh, I need to change my brakes, change the brakes. Oh, I need to change a spark plug, you know, but here we have, the answer really lies in the complete man. So the Christians come in and they try to, give the, the people scriptures for empowerment and Christian principles, but yet if they have a damaged temporal lobe, which is your anger center, um, it's very hard for for people to control their behaviors. Or if you have um, advanced ADD, and, and that can be inherited, over half the people uh, in the country have some form of ADD, some, some I should say, Level of it because it's a genetically dominant uh, trait, and then you add on to it the the craze of video games and and fast um, fast moving life like attention spans are 17 seconds or less now. <laughs> so uh, so at any rate, it's a prevailing problem. But these things show up on on the spec scans, and so then I started to really wanted just dig into, you know, if people have a damaged prefrontal cortex where they can't pay attention, how in the world are they going to be studying scripture, meditating on scripture when they can't pay attention? So part of this empowerment tool that is trying to be given, because we're told as Christians, that, you know, faith comes by hearing and hearing, hearing the word, but yet they can't pay attention long enough to, to really read and, and hear the word. So you can't ignore the temple of God being the body that holds the soul to enrich the spirit and ignore one facet to build up another. So we it's, com-
1: so it's all it's connected. All. It's all connected. Yes. I was just gonna say so it's all connected. Yes. And so if one of those dominoes somewhere in between is knocked down, there's gonna be a challenge to overcome. We're
2: absolutely
1: going to, we're gonna take a super quick break. Christy, I'm finding this super interesting. When we get back, we're gonna continue this story on a journey to understanding the soul. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about
3: our shows and network on our timeline. Visit
4: Facebook.com
3: forward slash voiceamerica.
4: There are lots of unanswered questions about life's problems, and this is especially true about spiritual life. Why can't we see God? Why is there evil in this world? Why does God let bad things happen to us and to others? Can we get divine help? Join Carl Mollison and co-host Brian Kelly for Get Wisdom. They have new answers from the Almighty you need to hear. And listening could definitely change your life. Tune in every Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel.
5: When it comes to financial planning, most of us would probably rather have a root canal. Math, budgets, keeping ourselves and our loved ones secure after retirement, planning for retirement, risk, reward, and the like. How do you find the answers you need? Tune into Fiscal Fitness with John Grace and co-host Daniel Medina. They'll help you feel more secure in your investments and your future. Listen every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern time on the Voice America Business Channel.
0: Would you like to host your own radio show? Jesse Jamison is an executive producer with the voice America talk radio network, the leader in live and on demand internet talk radio. Jesse serves as executive producer to over a dozen shows on our network. If you'd like to connect with Jesse to be a guest on a show, do some advertising, or even want to talk about hosting your very own show, give him a call at 480-553-5719 or email him at jesse.jameson at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's 480 5719 or email jesse.jameson at voiceamerica.com. Thanks for tuning in to Jesse Jameson and friends. Do you have a super short story that you'd like to have Jesse read on the show? Simply email him. You ready? It's jesse.jameson at voiceamerica.com. And who knows, Jesse might just read your short story on a future show. And now back to Jesse Jameson and friends.
1: And we're back. Christy, this is getting really super interesting to me. So we know that there's people out there that have emotional... Uh, problems that affect their life to the point where sometimes they have to go to jail or prison. You're starting to help them and see the, the movement forward they're making by adding some faith-based curriculum to their, you know, to their situation. But you're also starting to notice a problem that faith-based curriculum is in many times at complete odds with what they're doing with their psychiatrist potentially, who might be handing them out Xanax to help them Uh, focus or, or to help them feel more at ease but then the xanax makes it where their add comes to front right so there's always these little hurdles we're dealing with i'm going to give the microphone back to you please continue with what you were saying
2: okay sure so um i was noticing that our people would end up um in some type of a court order where they would have therapist and a lot of times the therapists were uh atheist or or non-believers.
1: And why is that why is that potentially an issue?
2: I, I really don't know, but it seems to it just seems that that was a prevailing uh issue. And I don't know if it just that's the type of people it attracts or it goes some somewhere back to the educational system. I I really can't tell you, but um, at any rate, I started noticing because we did some ordered programs that this, this was a fairly uh, complex problem. So, uh, and then watching how the people struggled, but, you know, they would get these prescriptions, they would come back, they would try to do a class and, and, you know, some of them were just their their prescriptions had them zoned out like zombies. They, were, <laughs> I remember one lady sitting in a class and and a um, she had one eye pretty much flickering. She was like a zombie, and that was not uncommon. Where their prescriptions um, were so strong that literally they were becoming human zombies. And how are you supposed to work the word? And, um, you know, or any, or, or or, or discipling or any, any of the, um, anything that, that needs attention when, when literally you have people legally stoned sitting in front of you, you know, you, it, it was really unbelievable. Um, and I, and I went to God because I was so frustrated because, you know, here I gave up my normal life to help these people. And, you know, here I'm just seeing how it seemed to be an impossible task. And so that really set me on this journey of taking all of this information, God, let me experience things from so many different facets to come together to start writing this book. And this, I believe, is kind of the message. I believe every person has a message to go forward. And I believe this is probably what my message is, um, my purpose is, so to speak, uh, going forward, because it it turned the whole ministry. So now I'm building Zoom uh, platforms that are going to help transitional homes, recovery centers, recovery networks, and we can Zoom it out in um, a ministry, as a ministry, we brought in a Christian licensed professional, and um, you know we're really looking at giving people the natural answers of how to um, help their 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 mind, their brain, their focus, because there are so many wonderful things you can do without prescription meds or addictive meds and those things actually long-term usage I have brain spec imaging that proves because it's it's so deep but it proves that these long-term prescriptions cause brain damage structural uh, blood flow issues in the brain and it actually will create future issues such as You know, it might've started with a mood problem, a depressive problem, but with the structural damage that the prescriptions cause, it it puts people on a track to later have an encounter, dementia, Alzheimer's, and other worse diseases that steal your soul. So, um, so it was really, you know, like this layer of onion I'm peeling back layer after layer saying oh my word this this problem I knew it was a frustrating problem but the layers of complications to it is really quite mind blowing so um so that's where the ministry um during this covid thing we did a complete retool and what is happening now is it's about getting this message out. It's about helping other networks so that the Christian networks can have access to Christian people and Christian remedies that are non-addictive, that are, you know, God given.
1: Stop right there, Christy. What, what, what type of stuff, like let's say a listeners in the audience right now, what type of stuff can you help that right now, traditionally they're thrown to a prescription that that you could potentially help them with would ADD be one of them? How to focus oh, a little absolutely. bit better? absolutely,
2: absolutely. There are so many things. Um, I know and, through
1: AA people people do use faith based stuff through AA to kind of say, "Hey, this problem is bigger through me." Um, you know, grant me the serenity type stuff, right? To accept yes, the that, stuff that I that can is,
2: Yeah, that's a big part of my book is submitting the soul to the spirit. Because you ask people about a soul and a spirit. And oftentimes people think it's the same thing, but it's not. We get the spirit from God. (laughs) And our soul starts this journey as a lost soul inherited from Adam. And we are born again with the spirit from God. And that's all part of my book. But, you know, we live in a fallen world with a fallen nature to begin with. Right. And in that condition, we are subject to toxins, pollution. Uh, if you're 35 years old or older, you're already at a heavy metal toxic um, level. Most people are. And that's just through normal life. That's from, um, you know, just water, food, air, um, you know, medicine, dental. That's just your normal exposure. And people don't realize that. And that heavy metal toxicity leads into all sorts of neurological problems. And you can actually start picking it up on on brain spec imaging as a toxin problem. Then you add on to it drugs, smoking, alcohol, you know, all these other things. Anytime you um, restrict oxygen to the brain, you are killing off brain cells. So... You know, you have this thing called medical marijuana, and this this is or recently a, a big hot button. But if you're smoking and reducing the oxygen to the brain, you are damaging it. So there is, if you if you're smoking pot, I don't care what the medicinal purpose is, the the side effect is is you're killing off brain cells at an accelerated rate. So at any rate, you start, all this damage starts compounding. Then you get in a car accident, you hit your head, um, you fall out of a tree. Traumatic brain injuries are so common. Um, you hit the soccer ball with your head over and over and over. Let me tell you, people don't realize how, um, how easy it is to, you, to, to damage your, your brain. Cause it's a, consistency of butter or or tofu. And it's in a hard case. And so every time you slam it, you are bruising it. Right. And so what I do is I help people with basic building blocks, according to what areas of their brain has received some damage, whether what their um, behaviors are like. And we also have screening tools that are the top screening tools in the world that correspond directly to what a brain spec image would look like, so the, so there's over so you a-
1: can tell. So you can tell if there are cortex of the brain that handles stuff like violent behavior. You can tell and see if it's a little bit damaged.
2: Well, not without a brain spec image, but you know those are very expensive. You can't just run all these people because I help people with low or no income. You know. Um, You can't just run them all through $5,000 plus treatments. But we have screening tools that have about 80% correlation with what their actual structural damage could be. And it takes into account, it does memory tests and it does um, executive function testing and and it asks a lot of questions. And so we have a pretty good idea as to what a brain spec image would look like. If they had had one taken and then I start helping them with either stimulating different parts of the brain, whether it's their memory center um, or, you know, calming an on fire brain, people with temporal issue, temper issues.
1: Would you do some of those things through Bible study and stuff? Is that? Well, this is some this of it? is
2: what I'm telling you on the on the facet of the biological, the body. So as I was explaining with the soul and the soul connection, you have to connect to each sphere, whether you're connecting socially, biologically, psychologically, and spiritually. So everything I just explained to you is the biological connection. Okay. Um, Then we also have classes and programs that we can invite people back into that have taken my, the first series is called the hello brain series that I wrote. And it starts with the outer man. So we start on the outer side, working inward and they get to take screening if they want to. Um, and then we go through and we do some suggesting of different supplemental help But as a baseline, every single person, for your listeners, should make sure they have a very good multivite. Vitamin stands for vital amino acids, and they're vital. (laughs) They're not optional. And so if you don't have these vital aminos, you already are putting your mind at a deficit. Um, If you don't make things like serotonin, which a precursor to that is omega-3s. If you don't have omega-3s, well, how do you get omega-3s? Fish oil is, is a source of it, flax seeds, avocados. These are great sources, or you can take a supplement. Um, but if you don't have that, your body's gonna have a deficiency of serotonin. If you don't have serotonin, you won't be able to calm your brain down. You may have sleeping issues. Um, because you can't make melatonin. So it's all connected. As you oh, see.
1: I see where you're coming from. So what happens oh. What happens is ultimately when you don't sleep, when you start to become manic, when it starts to affect your everyday life, there's always gonna be a professional there that says, here, take a Xanax or here, yeah. ta- take a whatever to sleep, right? And before right. you know it, instead of taking these vital nutrients that you might naturally just be low or deficient on, Now you're taking stuff that might be addictive to the body that might change. And and doing long
2: term damage. Absolutely. And and creating long term damage. So if you don't take care of the temple of God, how is a soul, which was God given, going to prosper?
1: Not at its best.
2: Right. Exactly. So, you know, one of the things that I try to do is really teach people a baseline of supplemental um uh, necessities for your body just to be able to function correctly and um and making sure people have quality uh product because a lot of people and this was something <laughs> i picked up actually from a guy cleaning out a sewer system you know god is so funny he just brings if you need to know a piece of a puzzle he brings the most unlikely character sometimes to tell you something so at any rate, um, I was speaking and I speak to all, all sorts of people all the time. And this, this man who does sewer work, he was saying, you know, I used to take vitamins, but when I would go clean out these septic tanks, I would find them lined at the bottom of the tank. And so one of the things I make sure to tell people is make sure that you're not taking these hard, hard vitamins that your body can process.
1: Oh, wait, you hold know? on. I just got what you said. That's a little gross, Christy. So basically the sewer guy's telling you, Christy, I promise you, these vitamins aren't all making it in your system. I'm seeing, yes. them, in, I'm seeing them in the stool here.
2: Yeah, the, That <laughs> is
1: about as gross as it gets, Christy. Yeah.
2: Well, I'm so sorry, but you know, um, I, I just have to tell it as it is. So, <laughs> but these are the basic things people aren't understanding. They say, well, I take vitamins, but their bodies aren't absorbing them. So, you know, when I, when I deal with people and I do these zoom conferences, I, I make sure to tell people, make sure you get gel caps or things that are easily absorbed by your body quality product. Otherwise they're just passing through and you're not really getting what you think you're you're taking. Christy, we're
1: going gonna to go on commercial here in a minute, but I wanted to ask you a quick question before we do. Yes, we, sir. We, we always have these different fad diets, right? The Dr. Adkins diet, the low carb diet, the this diet, right? The keto, the this, that, and the other. But I've, I've also heard through my life that many people have lost a lot of weight, at least bad weight by doing like the biblical diet, right. Where it's a a fish based diet with, you know, fresh vegetables and stuff. Does anyone ever say, Christy, if I want to try the biblical diet, do you think that's a good way to go? Does anyone ever ask you about, you know, the, the biblical based diets and stuff? They don't
2: ask me about it, but I, I recommend a Mediterranean based diet because they don't have the health issues that Americans have. Right. (laughs) You know, um, they don't eat high, uh, sugar content foods as a norm, processed foods as a norm. Um, So I'm not asked about it, but I oftentimes recommend it. And I'm going to just say a couple things here. I don't know if you want to go to break first, but uh, the the high sugar, high carb diet actually plays a, a big role in mood disorders. So, yeah, let,
1: let's take yeah. a pause right there because right now there's some people in the audience saying, don't take away my sugar doctor. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, so let's take a brief pause and then yes, we'll be right back. And when we come back, we're going to find out a little bit about where our audience could actually reach out to Christy. So we'll be right back.
3: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice
4: There are lots of unanswered questions about life's problems, and this is especially true about spiritual life. Why can't we see God? Why is there evil in this world? Why does God let bad things happen to us and to others? Can we get divine help? Join Carl Mollison and co-host Brian Kelly for Get Wisdom. They have new answers from the Almighty you need to hear, and listening could definitely change your life. Tune in every Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel.
5: When it comes to financial planning, most of us would probably rather have a root canal. Math, budgets, keeping ourselves and our loved ones secure after retirement, planning for retirement, risk, reward, and the like. How do you find the answers you need? Tune into Fiscal Fitness with John Grace and co-host Daniel Medina. They'll help you feel more secure in your investments and your future. Listen every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern time on the Voice America Business Channel.
0: Would you like to host your own radio show? Jesse Jameson is an executive producer with the Voice America Talk Radio Network, the leader in live and on-demand internet talk radio. Jesse serves as executive producer to over a dozen shows on our network. If you'd like to connect with Jesse to be a guest on a show, do some advertising, or even want to talk about hosting your very own show, give him a call at 480-553-5719 or email him at jesse.jameson at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's 480-553-5719 or email jesse.jameson at voiceamerica.com. Thanks for tuning in to Jesse Jameson and friends. Do you have a super short story that you'd like to have Jesse read on the show? Simply email him. You ready? It's Jesse. at voiceamerica.com. And who knows? Jesse might just read your short story on a future show. And now back to Jesse Jameson and friends.
1: We're back. Christy, when we went to break, we were kind of talking about, you know, different things with, with regarding diet and how, you know, different supplements that you can naturally become low on different vitamins and nutrients can start to affect you long-term. There's probably a lot of people at home that are leaning in because they want to hear this stuff. Let's tell them a little bit about what you do and where somebody can reach you as far as your book. They can, I assume, go to Amazon, but what, what, tell us a little bit about your website if someone's interested at home.
2: Sure. Well, in this season right now, we're we're really working hard behind the scenes to beef up our website um, with the soul connection information in anticipation of the book will be coming out this fall. And you know, we're gonna be hosting a talk show on Voice America that will also feature a lot of this information. Um, I may have a guest on that will talk about the spiritual connection, or I may have a leading doctor that may talk about chelation of heavy metals, like I touched on briefly, and different natural things that we can do to really help change uh, and impact the future of of our health. And uh, right now, one of every two Americans, so it's 50%, is projected to have a mental health issue in their lives. And one of three in the next 30 years is projected to have Alzheimer's. So there is some huge systemic problems that even the people of God are neglecting the temple of God. And so um, so that's really where my passion is lying is to, to help people understand that You cannot separate, you you can't separate the body from the spirit and expect, you know, there not to be consequences.
1: Tough question here. Let's say I love everything that you're saying. I believe in God, but let's say I'm not Christian. Let's say I'm Muslim or let's say I'm of another faith. Is it pointless for me to reach out to your website? Is it pointless for me to read your book? What was the name of your book again? And and the the book that's
2: coming out, it's not out yet. It'll be called The Soul Connection. Um, I'm just finishing it up, and uh, every time I think I'm done, <laughs> I get a, another epiphany. I gotta, I gotta uh, put in. So I'm really pushing hard here to get it to get it to the uh, editor and laid out, and we're looking at the, this fall um, for it to be out. the The book is from a Christian perspective because Christ um <clears throat> is the way to restore the spirit of the man um but you know i think personally that just about anybody could get a good, a good basic knowledge base from it um i do touch on some holistic things i touch on um the social sphere how the social sphere can interact with your your soul but, um, but it is taken from a, a born-again Christian perspective.
1: Now, Christy, let me ask you a question, because you're being honest there. Hey, if you're Muslim, I think I can help you. But at the same time, it is Christian-based, so you're, you're being transparent about that. But Absolutely. I, I, have a, I have a question of interest for you. We are told so many times by our Christian pastors and what have you around the, the country that, that we're losing our kids when they go to college, when you went to college from South Dakota to Arizona State, right? And then North I, Dakota. North Dakota, excuse me. <laughs> yes. I get the Dakotas mixed up sometimes. But when, yeah, you went from, when you went from North Dakota to Arizona State, how come you didn't lose your faith? It sounds like your faith strengthened through college. Did you have professors oh, that could have um, easily led you down the wrong path?
2: Uh, no, actually, I, I had a very lukewarm spiritual walk. All the way up to my fortieth year of life, okay <laughs> where, where the Lord really dealt with me and um, and I had to die to myself and that's part of the book is learning that you know so so many times we're trying to credential our way or um, you know build up the flesh or all these other things of this world when really I found that peace and harmony and joy all come. They're all a gift. They're a spiritual gift from the spirit from God. And even though I knew of Jesus, you know, I grew up Catholic and I went through 10 years of Sunday school and, and, um, you know, the whole traditional thing, but it's very different to know of Jesus and to be in covenant with Jesus. And so I make that transition in the book where, um, because that is the only blood that has ever been shed for the restoration of mankind to return us from and save us from the inherited lost soul that we got from Adam that refused to repent to God for his sin and and for he is the source that passes down the, the lost soul to humanity, to the final Adam, Jesus Christ, and his innocent, spotless blood shed on the mercy seat forever for the restoration of all mankind. And it's a free gift to people, but they have to want it. And, it, and to be in covenant with Jesus, you got to die to yourself. You got to kill that lost soul and die to yourself because what he is about to give you is so much better than anything you could ever build on your own.
1: Yeah. And this world is really the devil's world. You know what I mean? There's a lot of sin out there. There's a lot of stuff that's not so great. If you can kind of step away from that, give yourself to him. I think there's a lot of benefits that can come from it. A lot of people don't realize this, but I try to tell it every two or three shows, even though I joke around on my show a lot, I, I do consider myself to be a man of faith. I do consider myself to be Christian. I, I do see uh, Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, right? And, uh, and I believe he came for all, right? So I believe that there's a, a reason to us bringing him up, right? Um, I do know that there are people out there uh, right now, that are probably shaking their heads saying, Hey, I think it would be best to go with bona fide science. You're not talking about denying the science. You're simply stating that, Hey, there's a better way that we could go about this because the current way is broken. And there's an well, old saying that if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But in this case, it obviously is kind of broken, right? So we are obligated to try to do better.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, just from when I was young till now, the um, overall, unhappiness in the world seems to have just skyrocketed. So what the world has to offer, even though it might look enticing, you, your flesh may think that, you know, chasing pleasure and chasing all these things is the answer. But really, the answer lie, lies much deeper. It's within. And so, um, so, you know, that's part of what I, what I talk about is, is that ability to walk through the storm because there will be storms but yet you feel like you're in the eye all the time there can be everything on all sides breaking out but because you have built up that, you know the the faith and you have that spirit man that you are properly aligned i call it the chain of command so it's like a military term your spirit man from god is your is your general that is your chain of command and your soul must submit so you're so it's keeping the order spirit soul and body so that but what's happening in the world is and especially with people working with addictions is you know they're allowing their flesh to be their general and the general consensus of the world is if it feels good just do it. I mean it's it's a marketing slogan just do it. And it's it's I talk about it it's kind of heck with consequences and follow the flesh and the flesh is at war with the spirit. So um but once you start really being able to connect and walk and align um that I've operated both ways in my life. And personally, my testimony is, is I'll never go back there. Okay. There's just no, good. no comparison. Good but for what you. I, did I, wanna, huh?
1: I would, I would, good for you. Cause I'd like to think that as we age, we naturally evolve. Uh, and I'm not talking evolution here. I just mean individually that we mm-hmm. naturally evolve to a place. That's a little bit closer to where we want to be, whether it be a little bit closer to, to like God, right or whether it be you know further away but either way we learn from our experiences can you tell us a little bit more about the show that you're going to be having on the network here and can sure. you all, can you also tell maybe the what would be the perfect listener that maybe that that's listening now that might want to check out your show
2: well honestly it's it's a show that <laughs> it can impact anybody i i like to to say with our ministry people say well who's a prime candidate for your ministry? Well, let's see. I serve veterans. I serve um, people with depression, people with anxiety. Uh, If you have a brain, then you're probably going to be interested (laughs) in one of these facets because I, I touch on, you know, at one point in time, it might be a a spiritual discussion where we, you know, I I could have my mentor in and we talk and we do a, a little banter about you know, the marriage of the soul and spirit. Or I may have a leading doctor come in that's a holistic doctor. Or, you know, I do hyperbaric oxygen therapy. And so um, I may be talking about the science behind that. And it definitely it'll hit all different areas. Or I might have a, a round table where we're talking with people in the community about, you know, the school system because that is a huge social influencer. So basically, I'm hitting all four aspects that affect every human on the planet. So anybody, I think at some point in time could tune in whether they're Christian or not. There will be a lot of Christian content, Um, but there'll be shows that could be, you know, influential or helpful to any person, you know, tackling a subject such as depression, which is skyrocketing right now you know, depression is also known as the inflammation disease. And so there's many different connections. And so I might have somebody on where we have an in-depth talk about inflammation, because it's tied to mood disorders, it's tied to Alzheimer's, it's tied to cancer. You know, these are huge problems in our in our society. What about what about loneliness,
1: Christy? I know that that's kind of goofy, but I'd imagine depression and loneliness are probably cousins somewhere along the lines. I feel like we live in this totally social, totally antisocial world, right? We'd rather Mm. say, for example, yesterday was my 45th birthday, right? I got like 15 or 20 people on Facebook that gave me a happy birthday via Facebook, which comes across as very nice. But Mm. I really really loved those half dozen people that sent me a text or gave me a phone call, you know, i.e. my son, my daughter, my family members, my closer friends, right? There's something really neat about just having that human touch and emotion with one another that I think we lose in this social media world.
2: Absolutely. That's one of the things um, that I deal with in these Zoom classes is isolation. And as a spiritual person, I believe isolation is definitely a, a spiritual nemesis of ours, because we were built to connect. We are made within the image of God, male and female, says it right from the beginning. And we were built to connect with one another. And so um, that's where living in this fallen world, you know, you get, you get these people that, that are so scared and, and living in fear to connect with one another. And that is exactly opposite what you want to do if you have depression or if you have um loneliness issues because loneliness will lead to depression um oh
1: definitely definitely and if if someone out there is listening to this show and they feel like there's a sense of loneliness or something that's left out of their lives christy's show just kind of proves there's a lot of people out there that are in your same boat and she's inviting all of you <clears throat> to check out her show. Christy, do we know the name of what your show is going to be yet? Or is it still in the process of, of you? Coming uh, I'm going to call
2: that? it the soul connection to go along with the book. So um, people get an idea that, Hey, we'll be dealing with one of these issues that, that connect with the soul, whether it's a, um, a psychological issue or a spiritual issue. Um, but Long and short, you can't just isolate one area of your, your being. And if you want to have systemic health, you have to really start treating all areas with respect and you know attention. So I started by saying there's a baseline that everybody should have in their life. And I definitely want to get this out because I believe... Just this baseline can be life-changing. So I said, you know, the vital aminos, a vitamin, you have to have a good product to start with. Control your inflammation, control your your high carbs, your sugar intake. That will start creating inflammation, which is a precursor to so many diseases. Um, Also... Uh, you want to make sure you have exerc- ec- a lot of exercise. Exercise long term is actually proven to be more effective against mood disorders and depression than medications. And Why? I, I
1: hear, I hear, I hear, uh, I hear a lot about fasting as well. Especially uh, fasting is a lot in in biblical terms. You hear fasting. Quite absolutely. a bit is is does fasting play a
2: role in today's absolutely? World? So some people fast for spiritual reasons, which I do, um, and it's phenomenal in building up your spirit, man, and killing your flesh, man. If you can conquer the king's stomach, you can conquer a lot of a lot of your flesh. Let a- me tell a- you, amen, uh, amen to that. Yeah. Yes, you can. You can make your your flesh submit to your spirit by fasting, but also it resets the body because what you do, I do a lot of water fast and you start cleansing your body and it resets and you can, you definitely can feel it. You can, you can feel your brain start to detox. You, you will, you know, start having uh, better mental acuity. You'll get rid of some mental fog issues. Um, but like a three day water fast. And of course you have to ask your doctor, especially if you have health issues, um, but it can do miracles. Now, a lot of people can't start with that because they've never fasted before, even just doing uh, 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 you know, from the morning till five o'clock, the hours of the sun <laughs> being right. out and, and fasting with water for a day. Start that way. But you're flushing a lot of toxins. It gives your body a break from sugars, from, from processed foods, from all of the things that we have in it right now. And it, it starts to flush out and, and reset itself.
1: Christy, so, Christy un- yes. unfortunately, we've come to the end of the show. But because we're only audio, people can't see you. I want people to know, Christy, I'm 45. You're a little bit older than me. And and you told on yourself because you told us the days that you were in college, right? 91 through 93 at ASU or what have you. So you're a little bit older than me. But for the people that can't see you. Christy, you are so gorgeous. You look like your skin has never had a pimple. You, uh, <laughs> you, you've, got it, it, you've got the prettiest smile. So you are obviously doing something well with your diet and your emotions. You seem like a very well-balanced, happy person. So for, for, for anybody that wants to keep an eye out for Christy's show, it's going to be The Soul Connection, and, mm-hmm. this, and the book is going to have the, uh, the same title and that should be out later this fall. So Christy, I want to thank you for being on Jesse Jameson and Friends, and I want to let everyone at home know that we'll be back again next week with another guest that has another fine story to share. So I want to wish everybody a wonderful week, and we will see you all next week. Say goodbye to everyone, Christy.
2: Oh, many blessings. Goodbye.
0: Thank you for joining us again for another episode of Jesse Jameson and Friends. We hope you had as much fun as we did. Be sure to tune in again next week for another great story. Jesse Jameson and Friends is heard every Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. Jesse Jameson and Friends is a proud presentation of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. All rights reserved.